Rebel Yell podcast on the Trib Live High School Sports Network into the postseason. Um, two days now uh, in as far as first round preliminary round action. Two more days, Monday and Tuesday, will close out the first round of the 2024 WPIL basketball playoffs. We are here to salute our WPIL girls basketball team of the week. It is the Penn Hills Indians and their outstanding head coach, Robert Cash, kind enough to join us. Now, I asked where you were. You're obviously in some sort of vehicle. Uh, we, uh, I had a chance to call your game Friday, the victory uh, over Thomas Jefferson, which we'll talk about. And you're, I said, where are you? And you said, Philadelphia. <laughs> you've, you've, I mean... You know, the greatness never sleeps. I guess you you you're on the eastern part of the state. AAU action. You, uh, I guess, were called into action and 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 a victory. So this is turning out to be a tremendous weekend for you. Yes, yeah, it's always a good weekend when you can find a way to get a win somehow. I tell my kids all the time, all you got to do is win by one. So we won by one. There you go. Um, in general, I know every game's. Every game's different, but in general, are the is there something? I, I'm sure there's something to your uh, your your blood pressure would say uh, to those close games going down to the wire. But are those games a lot sweeter than if your team were to play, um, whether it's your high school team, your AAU team, if they were to play that perfect game and win going away? Which do you find more satisfying? Um, I like to be in a tight ball game. I like the I like the pressure situation. I like to see how my kids can play under pressure. I want to see them execute, whether it's offense or defense. Um, I think the thrill for me is just to see them in a tight ball game and being a, be able to be being able to be functional, calm, and cool and be successful is what I really like to see. How were you as a player back in the day? Were you did you? Were you pretty, you know, calm and, and didn't get too high, didn't get too low? Always, always been calm and cool, always been relaxed, always been able to keep my teammates calm and cool, um, and always just, you know, like I, like I do as a coach, one position at a time. So i always been able to just be calm and cool in, in clutch situations. Yeah, it's definitely uh, leading by example because I know some coaches who will preach that, but, you know, as soon as that first call doesn't go their way, they're they're going nuts on the sideline and I'm – you know, the old practice what you preach, but uh, you are calm and collected. We saw that uh, Friday in the victory over Thomas Jefferson, especially when a call didn't go your way that I thought was pretty obvious uh, and a lot of folks thought was pretty obvious, but you kept it cool and you just traipsed off to the locker room and and and, and, and did well. So kudos to you there. Let's, let's talk about uh, the game, uh, 59 43. First of all, before we get into the game, you guys playing in the preliminary round game, when the brackets came out, were you expecting that? Did you think there was a chance of that, or, or were you a little surprised? Um, you know, people kept asking me about it. I didn't think there was no chance we would be there. Um, I know we lost some games we shouldn't have lost, but we won a lot of games we, we wasn't supposed to win, um, you know, and beat some of those teams in the upper part of the bracket. So, you know, I thought we had a chance to get a decent seed. Maybe not you know, maybe not 9, 10, or 11, but at least somewhere from that, you know, 14, 12, 13 right. range there. Um, you know, my brother who coached with me asked me about it. I said, there's no chance we get 16 or 17. So I was I was really surprised. 
Um, and I was really upset because, um, you know, some of the wins that I thought we had, especially late in the year when we started to play, you know, get hit a stretch when we played well. I just, you know, and how some of the teams backed into the playoffs and barely got in, I didn't think there was no chance we get 16 or 17. No, I mean, to back you up, uh, you guys end the season, you beat a section champion in Indiana, you beat a runner-up in, in Plum. Those are the two teams that finished 1-2 in your section. Kisk area, you fall to uh, South Fayette, two-time defending champs, no shame there. And then you, you beat Obama Academy in your pre uh, playoff warm up. So, I mean, that's what usually what the committee looks for is what have you done lately? And, you know, your resume is pretty good down the stretch. Right. I thought it was pretty well. You know, Moon got a 10 seed who I thought we handled pretty well. Um, you know, we had some tough losses, obviously, Woodland Hills, and um, we played Shady Set Academy. Again, it was them, them back them back to back games of Friday night and the early Saturday morning really killed us late in the year. Um, we had a tough, tough loss at Franklin Regional late in the game, and it carried over to the Saturday morning game where we got a late start against Shadyside Academy. But, again, got back in the game from down 20 in the first half, pushed it all the way to 4-2 late in the game and ended up losing. You know, I'm just like, you know, again, we talk about the schedule, and, and we try to schedule a tough schedule, but it's almost like those teams who schedule weaker opponents and have a better-looking record almost – Always and, and not just this year, over the past years, have always gotten a better seating than us because the record looked good, but they don't play the schedule that we play either. Yeah, and that's something that I know years ago uh, when, when Dan O'Neill was the chair of the, of the Basketball Steering Committee that he would talk to, uh, talk to me and he'd tell me, he'd say, we want teams to challenge themselves. We You can't control your section. Sometimes you're in a good section, sometimes – it is what it is, but you can't control your non-section schedule. We want teams to challenge. And so uh, a 12 and 11 schedule against uh, a, a very strong non-conference or non-section um, slate is more impressive than say 18 and four, you know, against teams that you should be whooping up on. No, I agree with that. I think everybody we played outside of our conference, I'm almost for sure, should have made the playoffs. So, you know, for me, that has always been big for us. We, we, we want competition. We want to see our kids compete. So come playoff time, they're ready to play in those tight, meaningful ball games, rather than like we talked about earlier, playing against those teams that were beaten by 60 and 70. To me, we don't get nothing out of that. We don't get to work on, you know, late game stuff, our defense and being intense. So, you know, we, we love playing in those tight ball games. All right, let's talk about the impressive victory. Uh, we had a chance to chat afterward. Uh, it was really um, if you're going to draw up how to play a road game, especially a postseason road game, what you guys did in those first two quarters um, would would be the blueprint. Um, you jump out on them, uh, strong defense, uh, getting it down on offense. You build up a 19-6 lead after the first quarter. Um, build on that in the second quarter, even though TJ started figuring some things out. But you carry a 34 to 20 lead into the locker room. Maybe should have been more than that um, because of a shot that uh, was called off right before the half. But nonetheless, um, uh, you know, you, you had to be thrilled with what happened in those first two quarters. I was. I was really excited. Um, you know, I thought we made some mistakes early in the first quarter. They had missed some shots, um, and those shots started to go in the second. But, you know, we always talk to our kids about being functional, being calm and cool, being under control. 
And I thought that's what they was in the first half. We rebounded the ball really well. We made some good decisions with the ball. We made some shots, got some rebounds, kept them at bay, and always had a hand in their face, you know, making shots. Um, so I thought we had a really great first half. And I told the kids at halftime, I was really proud of them and the effort they gave. You know, as long as we give effort, we stay out of foul trouble, you know, and we're, we're playing as hard as we can. We, we got a chance to win some games. Oh, the challenge of teaching or of, uh, coaching teen, teenagers. Um, everything that you warned them about coming out in the third quarter, <laughs> they kind of did the opposite. Um, they missed some shots. They didn't protect the basketball. And uh, TJ, you know, hit a couple of threes and started getting some buckets. And, and lo and behold, they're crawling back into the game. Uh, we'll talk about the end of the third quarter sequence, which was important. But um, as exciting and as proud as you were those first two quarters, third quarter is probably one you want to wipe away. Yeah, you know what? I think I'm going to start going in the locker room and just keeping my mouth closed. <laughs> I think I'm going to do. And, you know, we went in the locker room. We talked about how great the first half and the things we needed to be successful in the second half, taking care of the ball, execution, getting stops and rebounding. We went out and did the opposite in the third quarter, like you said. And that ain't the first time, you know, we went in the locker room and had that conversation to come out and play the total opposite. So I'm going to learn how to go in the locker room, you know, keep my mouth shut and say, you know what? Let's just repeat what we just did and just come right back out. Um, but you know what? They were resilient. So I was really proud of them last night. Yeah. The big sequences we talked about, they had a chance um, to take the lead or tie the game down one, couple free throws that didn't go. You guys bring the ball to the floor. This is like 20, 15 seconds left. Uh, Hannah Puglis, outstanding senior ball player, comes down the right sideline, starts to drive baseline, defense collapses, and she finds Egypt Moore Coleman, another outstanding senior, uh, underneath, bucket at the buzzer, gives you a three-point lead, and that triggered big things in the fourth quarter. What a huge sequence. Um, it was, because once the ball came out to the rim, it was a long bounce. So I'm like, come on, get the ball, get the ball. We got it. Got it up the floor, and I seen her about to get trapped, and I'm in her ear. Keep going, turn the bed, turn the bed. And then she turns, and I didn't even see Egypt coming, and she found her for a nice hand one. Um, it was a big play for them because it gave them some momentum and made them feel good about themselves um, hitting into the fourth quarter. Uh, I think being up three instead of down one was big for them, and then the fourth quarter took care of itself. 11-0 run. You guys scored the, the bucket to end the third quarter. You uh, – uh, score the first nine points of the fourth quarter and pretty much uh, take control of the game. And you do it without uh, Kara Crawford, who was in foul trouble, uh, outstanding freshman ball player. Um, you guys were, were able to get it done, and that made life easier for you because the question is when you have a key player in foul trouble, what do you do? How do you play it? You had her on the bench to begin the fourth quarter, and the team responded. Um, you know what? One thing about Gia – um, Gia is her, is her replacement when she comes out. Um, you know, Gia doesn't give us the scoring that she gives us, but she gives us the toughness and the rebounding. And, and um, you know what, Gia is playing fast and, you know, doing all the little things that a lot of people don't want to do, you know, within a game. Right. Because worried about scoring nowadays. But she prides herself in coming in, getting us stops, being in help defense, getting us rebounds, and helping us run. So, um, you know, we, we have a lot of confidence in Gia when she steps on the floor. So, um, for us, um, you know, when Gia did come in, and Kara was upset when she came out because she loves to play. She wants to be in the game. She knows she makes an impact. Um, but, you know, when she steps, when she stepped off the floor last night, um, Gia did a good job of picking up, you know, Kara's minutes, and she was strong last night. Gia, your daughter? Gia Cash. Mm -hmm. um, 
Kara, what was the the injury that she had the mask? Um, at Gateway, she broke her. She got her nose broke at Gateway a couple of weeks ago. Um, so since then, she had to wear a mask. Um, you know, and we got you know everything we needed for that. But yeah, it got broken, and the doctor told her that she could go ahead and wear a mask. And and she it hasn't slowed her down. She was a strong game despite the foul trouble uh, against TJ. Defense travels, and this is the time of year. It's a cliche, but, man, is it true? Uh, if you play good defense, you give yourself a chance. You hold Thomas Jefferson to six in the first, and then you you, you suffocate him and, and, and limit them to five points in the fourth. Uh, book in uh, 11 points in two quarters. You're going to win a lot of games that way. I agree 100%. Uh, we always – all my teams is hard-nosed defensive players. Uh, we, we love to get in your face, face and play a little bit of man-to-man and – and mix it up a little bit to throw you off. But, um, you know, defensively, we was really strong last night. And then, you know, in the other two quarters, you know, we kind of got lost a little bit in the shuffle and transition. And, you know, we lost a little bit of communication, so it allowed them to get some open looks. But from overall standpoint, last night, we was really special on the defense end. And, and you're not a deep – you don't go deep into your bench, and yet, you know, you guys go at it, man. You're pr- pressuring the basketball. That was – I thought the difference in the first quarter was that pressure defense. Yes, you know what, Milani Oliver, our our, our um, point guard, man, she she has been doing a really good job all year of locking down the other team's point guards. And she plays some high-level, really good point guards, and every last one of them, you know, she takes on the challenge, she gets in her face, she stays in her face, she makes them do what she wants them to do, and then she takes them on offense, and she go do what she do. So um, Milani Oliver has really set the tone for us this year as a point guard. Um, last year, you know, she was a freshman, so she was figuring out this year as a sophomore, she has really taken over that leadership role, and she has really been special for us over the last few weeks. And that's part of the reason why we had some success because, you know, what she's taken over games. Ten points uh, in the uh, victory last night for Milani. How about your uh, the two big seniors, um, Hannah Puglis, 28 points, seven rebounds, two steals, one assist. Uh, Egypt Moore, um, Coleman, woof. How about this? 13 points, 10 rebounds, six assists, and you have her on top in that half-court defense, seven steals, uh, phenomenal performances. Um, you know what? Um, as special as this team could be, our seniors is all that is all that we need. You know, they 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 gotta be special because they're mature. Um, you know what, they they um, you know, they can lead the team, they can stay calm. You know what? They can make plays for themselves and others. Plus, they rebound the ball. So, them two bring so much to the team that they have to have it every night for us to be successful. Well, you get the victory. You advance to the first round, 16th seed, and now you go to Oakland Catholic. We talked a little bit about the Eagles. You're a big fan of uh, what uh, the former standout at Perry High School, another city guy like us, uh, Eddie Benton, has done with that program. Yeah, he has taken over and done really well. Eddie's my guy. Um, so we do a lot of things together from a basketball standpoint. Um, respect his coaching ability a lot. Um, you know what? He, he goes in and he gets it done. He has a good group of kids over there. He has a lot of talent, um, and he coaches them like that. I haven't seen him play one time this year, so I keep telling everybody. I I, I watch their, their, their scores, but I have not watched them play one time. But I know most of their kids as, um, you know, I know them from over the years, whether they play AAU or they, you know, watched them in middle school. So, you know, some of those kids are in the organization. So I, I know a lot of them personally. 
Um, you know what? And I'm happy for the success that they are having as well as him because um, they got a nice program there. So, you know what? At the end of the day, I want them to wish them the best with their continued success. And, you know, I know they're going they're going to be a tough opponent, one of the toughest we, we have played. But, you know what? At the end of the day, um, it's just time to play the game. Yep. Tuesday night, 7 o'clock, Penn Hills uh, at Oakland Catholic. I'm a little belated in wishing you congratulations Earlier this year, you picked up your 100th victory by my account, and my count is very rarely right, to be honest. But um, I, 100, <laughs> I think last uh, the the win over Thomas Jefferson was victory number 110 for you in your uh, years at uh, at Penn Hills. Uh, that's impressive. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. You know what? I didn't understand how important it was when they first told me I was right about it. I'm like, oh, okay, they're just a bunch of wins, and I, right, you know, I got a bunch of good players. And then once we got the win, I really um, – I was excited for not only myself but the program, you know, um, you know, because of the success we have had. So um, I'm excited for the kids who have come through the program and now to see them as adults being successful. Um, we preach, you know, it's bigger than basketball, but I'm really excited for myself and the program. Yeah, you know, and, and, and it says something because nowadays um, – and you're still a young man – but nowadays it's hard for coaches – because of the demands in season and out of season, and especially if you're, you know, raising your own family to make the sacrifices, to have the success. And we don't see coaches sticking around that long. So, you know, these milestone victories are becoming fewer and far between and that's kudos to you and, uh, and your family. It takes, everybody's got to be on board when, 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 the, when, the, when a guy or gal, wants to make that sacrifice and commit to coaching others. Um, you're, you're hundred percent correct. And, and that's why we have so much success. Um, my mom is big in that, um, you know, she's up there for home game, running our concession stand, making sure everything is good. No matter who's in there, my mom is there. My, my, you know, my sisters and my aunts, my whole family take part in making sure the program is, is ran well. Um, you know, my assistant coach has been there for for me for a while. So, um, I can't do it without all those people. Like you said, it takes a whole army and yep. that work. And I have had that from the time that I stepped foot up in Hills. And, um, you know, that, that, that has to be it in order for it to be where it's at. I, I want to, before I let you go, um, two things. The first thing is the, the field is now set in 5A. Penn Hills, Oakland Catholic, Plum North Hills, Penn Trapper, Lincoln Park, Latrobe Armstrong, Mars South Bay at Woodland Hills Trinity, Moon, Indiana, Hampton, McKeesport. I don't want you to pick a winner, but I want you to tell me of those eight first-round games coming up all on Tuesday, and I know your focus is just on Penn Hills, Oakland Catholic, but what other game really intrigues you that you, you think is going to be an outstanding matchup, two teams that you, you think uh, highly of? Can you give me those opponents again? North Hills Plum, Lincoln Park, Penn Trafford, Armstrong, Latrobe, McKeesport, Hampton, Indiana against Moon, Trinity taking on Woodland Hills. We've uh, seen an upset there, I think, last year, and Mars against South Fayette. Um, I think two of those games would be really good. I think the Woodland Hills game is going to be really good with Trinity um, because they got a strong point guard with a strong post and some players who fit in. Yeah, I mean, they got Carmen Vasquez over there as well, back from injury. So I think Woody has some pieces in place that that, you know, I haven't seen Trinity, so I don't know what Trinity has. 
but I know Woodland Hills got a nice group of kids together that could possibly pull off for upset because they've been here before. The if they can, if they can overcome coaching. <laughs> that's 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 my man Vaughn out there at Woodland Hills. So I got I got to give him a little shot. Oh, for sure, Vaughn's a good guy. So they got a nucleus, and then also the Indiana um, is a really good team. You know what? Um, they got a bunch of good players and. And coach over there does a really good job. Um, you know, when in his first year over there, I gave him praise at our meeting. I told him I was I was really proud that he really did a really good job with that group. And that group is solid. So those are the two games that I really like this week coming up that I think will be good. Yeah, our player of the week last week was Bella Antonacy of uh, of Indiana. So um, it was uh, – I, I agree. And that's a 7-10 game. 7-10 games are usually definitely team games to watch. One other thing before I let you go now. Uh, I want to give some. I want you to give a shout out to your scorekeeper. Your scorekeeper was on the ball. She, there was a, a, a discrepancy on who had the ball uh, to begin the second half. She was all over it. There were a couple fouls, some questions. She's right on it. I mean, she was a delight. She was. Uh, uh, she knows her stuff, and um, I want you to give a shout out to her because she deserves some love. Oh, definitely. You know what? She has been with us at Penn Hills from day one. Um, and honestly, I don't know where we'd be without her because she keeps up with everything for us. She got all her stats. I can, I can shoot her a message and need some. She get it back to me quickly. But yeah, last night she was on it because there was a, le- a late jump ball that I had in question that I said. Right. By the time I turned around, she already had them glasses pulled down. She was and she was coming over. No, it's Penn Hills ball. And I said, thank you. She's already on it. So, no, you know what? Um, that's Sam. Sam does a great, great job for us. And, honestly, I don't know where I'd be without her as well. So, you know what? Um, you know, and I said all the time, I got a strong program from my assistant coaches to my scorekeeper to my family that helps me every second of the day with it and, and backs me up, you know, heavy. Um, I don't know what I would be without without the whole nucleus of everything that great. we got because nobody could do it by herself. Sam. <laughs> well, it was beautiful. She yeah, it was a great call by you because she just went, "It's Penn Hills ball. It's Penn Hills ball. It's Penn a little louder each time." And then they finally got the message. That was <laughs> what a what a wonderful young lady. Well, um, Robert, appreciate it. I know you guys have your uh, hands full Tuesday. We wish you well. Uh, it was fun watching you guys uh, in action. Got a nice team, good nucleus for the future as well with some with some young stars. Keep up the good work, pal. Thank you. You know what, man? We we give it all we got every day. We we got a good offseason program. So, you know, we'll keep fighting every single day. You know, Oakland's gonna be a tough opponent, but at the end of the day, you just gotta you gotta figure out how to try to win by one. And you know, uh, they 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 tough, I can tell you that. So, you know, we got our hands full, but hey, that's what life's about. What do you do when you're full? You're on a roll. Keep it going. You know, last for last night, today, you're on a roll, so keep it going. Robert, take care, pal. Be safe coming back. Thank you, sir. Have a good weekend. All right, you too. Robert Cash, head coach of the Penn Hills Indians. Again, uh, earlier this year, 100th victory, now up to 110. Um, and plus all the wins he's racking up in, in, in AAU as well. All right, let's get you up to date um, with here. We'll do 6A, 5A, 4A girls basketball playoffs. 6A, nothing's happened. It's uh, still quarterfinals set for Thursday. Uh, Seneca Valley at Norwin. Norwin, the top seed. Chartiers Valley at Mount Lebanon. 
uh, Peters Township hosting Pine Richland. And defending champion North Allegheny hosting Upper St. Clair rematch of last year's championship game. Field is set in 5A thanks to the 59-43 victory Penn Hills over Thomas Jefferson. Penn Hills will be at Oakland Catholic Tuesday at 7 o'clock. Plum at North Hills. These are all Tuesday at 7 o'clock. Penn Trafford at Lincoln Park. Latrobe at Armstrong. Hampton visits McKeesport. Uh, Moon at Indiana, Woodland Hills at Trinity, and Mars at South Fayette. And uh, finally, in 4A, four first-round matchups coming up on Tuesday. It'll be Hopewell at Greensburg-Salem, the winner playing top seed Blackhawk, which gets a first-round bye. Quaker Valley at Laurel Highlands, Tuesday at 7. Winner travels to Highlands. Those quarterfinal games, by the way, are Friday the 23rd for Blackhawk, Highlands, uh, North Catholic, and Elizabeth Forward, all home games. Um, well, EF might not be home. That's a TBA on the bracket. Um, West Mifflin at Central Valley, Tuesday, 7 o'clock. Winner is at North Catholic. And Bell Vernon at Knock, Tuesday, 7. Winner takes on Elizabeth Forward. Thanks to Robert Cash uh, for joining us, head coach of the Penn Hills Indians, our WPIL girls basketball first postseason team of the week on the Trib Live High School Sports Network.